previously on Attempted Adventure. This is the most powerful modify memory spell you've ever seen. He's the last copper dragon, and if people found that out, they would try to control him for his power, or worse yet, kill him. I took a lifetime away from myself because of one very greedy artificer. You want me to kill that guy? I think I want to kill that guy. Hell yeah! We will help you kill that you hear that there is a bird witch who lives in the cursed swamp of Saphiel's Fall who will tell you your destiny and the reason you're on this earth. Right on, bud. I'm going to see you next time, okay? Thanks for the good time in uh, Golden Sun. Well, thanks for visiting, sir. Uh, and he teleports you to Conistry. And as you walk, you then see a group of three coming towards you. The two on the outside are holding up the one in the middle. Are you going in there? Shit is whack in there. You shouldn't do that. Yeah, you guys- Take lunch and see if any- the person who left this campsite here comes back. You hear- <laughs> It is the fucking Swamp episode of Avatar. adventurer are you ready to give it a try you hear <laughs> echo between the trees it's the fucking swamp episode of avatar jp pulls his sword so for the third time in like two seconds fucking creepy hello is somebody there if you are a big build we have another big build she is your friend say hello telos hi thank you you hear uh, your voice echo between the trees and kind of scatter in the distance, and then you hear another <laughs> echo between the trees. Well, That's... it's not that funny. Do you, do you know a fun joke? You could come tell us. Isla, make a dexterity saving throw. Aw, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> As you're standing here kind of watching JP and listening for the response uh, that you can now kind of tune your ears to, you hear a light breeze behind you, and you feel a sharp slash across your back for six slashing damage. Fuck. Ow. JP yells, circle up, backs together. Okay. Aye, aye. Uh, Talos kind of trudges into the swamp a little bit to have as much of a viewpoint as you can, just like a step away to make room for everybody else to huddle up behind her on the, on the mound, uh, and she's looking south. You guys can interact on the map if you want. Um, and sorry, <laughs> and you hear again. Uh, actually, I'll put her up here since you're doing this. And you hear again, yeah, a giggle and a. You can't catch me. Uh, I don't want to catch you. I care for this shit at all? You can make a perception check to try to figure out which direction that came from. Would love all to. of us. Mm -hmm. Twenty, thirteen. 15. On that last giggle, you, Mido, distinctly hear it swinging between the trees, 
directly north of you. So the ones that you're actually facing, you're facing a very large, enormous dead tree yeah. and a smaller kind of living tree tucked between that dead tree and a large stump. Uh, and you hear it swing and you just barely catch the glimpse of something going moving from tree to tree before it's out of sight. I throw a dart. It's out of sight. Uh, Billy, make a uh, dexterity saving throw. 11. You take eight points of slashing damage. Oh, what? Where? On her shoulder as it swings again back the other way between that tree and the one that Billy is facing. And I think Billy, as that does it, and you're really trying to keep an eye out for it, you see a very small, maybe one foot tall wooden man swinging between the trees. man? We gotta kill that thing. Don't love that. Wooden man, excuse me? And you watch him swing up and stop in this dead tree that you are facing towards the eastern side. Uh, And he looks down at you, and it's this little wooden marionette of a man covered in blood. I hate Swinging from the tree by his Covered in blood? Yep. And he says, What the fuck are you doing in my swamp? We are here to kill you, you ugly little bitch. Let's roll initiative. Nat 20. Okay. 15. Um, tragically, folks, I don't know that I'll be able to do a whole lot of damage to the tiny wooden man. To the tiny Seven. <laughs> I got a 17. If you have fire spells, now's the time. I do have flaming spirit. And I am a water person. Yeah. <laughs> Figure it out, Allie. I'm working on getting all the elements. I have fire, I've got lightning, I've got ice. <laughs> Damn. Nice. Mido is just thinking about all of the times that in the monastery when he had to karate chop a wooden board in half for karate practice. <laughs> oh my God. My whole life has been leading to this moment. Okay. Karate chop that little boy. A wooden opponent. This little man <laughs> is sitting uh, up in the branches of this large, dead, grayish, knotted tree, uh, and you see him laugh and look down at you as he swings in on Talos uh, and tries to stab her with his uh, little dagger that you see him holding. He's a marionette. I it's hate a 10 him. plus. So, so 16. He is, then, is he swinging He's using over Talos and then to the opposite side or is he swinging like across Talos down south? So he's going to swing over Talos and then uh, across to another tree. So he's you see him articulating his strings himself yes. and whipping them through to the other trees and using them to glide. Well, yeah, so is he... I'm so he's use... going to come through your Isla, Billy, and oh, he's like Talos's attack. Okay, yeah, cool. So... Oh, he got a 16 to hit. Her armor class is 10. Damn. He hits. Come on, Taylor. Uh, for armor 1d4 up that plus bird. 4. That would be 7 points of damage to Talos. Damn. Uh, and he's going through all of your um, areas, if you would like to try to get him. Yes. Yes. Um, Mine too? Uh, no, he's actually specifically going through Isla... JP okay, and that's Talos. What, that's what I thought you said. So not Billy. Isla, JP, and Talos. So you, any melee attack, you can do any one melee attack as he goes through. Talos did not land hers. Dumbass bard. Oh, it's just an attack. Okay. Mm-hmm. A 13 hits. Specifically, I would love to like 
cut the string he's swinging on behind him. I think that would have to have been a higher roll. I think okay. if you, I think if we're gonna play, I think if we're gonna play this trying to get the strings, you're gonna have to roll an at twenty to get a string. Oh, okay. Then I will roll damage. Okay. Uh, and he's within the s- same area as my friends, so I'm going to use an att- sneak attack, which is a five plus three is an eight. Plus two is a 10, 16, 19. Why do you get to roll so many? Sneak attack. How many do you get to roll? 21. Four. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so I do 21 damage. Okay. Next up. Does he look like he takes 21 damage? Yeah, you definitely see like a significant slash okay. across his tiny body. Um, And he's like, hey! Uh, and now either Isla or J- or Billy or Isla or Mido can uh, do their attack of opportunity if they would like. You said not me. No, it's not Billy. Billy's the only oh. one who was in the range. Yeah, I wasn't for this. In the range. You go. You want to go? go? I was just gonna short sword him. Okay. Um, for short sword, it's plus two for you. Uh, it's eleven. Uh, that does not hit. And Mido. I'm gonna spear him. With a twenty-two, that definitely hits. Yay! Are you letting go of your spear, or are you just trying to hit him? I'm just stabbing upward at okay. him. Uh, mother, that's a six. Okay, you get him in his little wooden tushy. I helped. Wow. Ew. He kind of screeches and says, "That's my booty!" And he lands across from you, and that brings it to JP. So he's up in the trees away from me. Mm-hmm. Um, is switching weapons an action? Nope. Cool. I will holster my rapier, pull out a bow, mm-hmm. grab an arrow, and try to get him. Aim and loose, yeah. Go for it. Um, oh shoot. Twenty-three to hit. That hits. A three for damage. Okay. Yep. You get him. Uh, you see it kind of glide past his his side and take a nice like chunk through it uh and that brings it to mido yeah you really don't want to lose my spear you're welcome to move oh right the water i will say if you're walking through the water all except for isla it is half your speed mm. makes sense oh i can get to him at half speed all right yeah then i'll run up that tree and try to punch him okay oh my god i fucking love that what else am i gonna do actually well in this case i'm gonna karate chop him because he's like like a, a plank w- of wood. Right. Mm-hmm. Your vendetta. That's a 19? That definitely hits. Okay. Uh, Well, I'm going to karate chop him three times. Mm-hmm. So sh- I'll just roll the hits first. 21. That hits. 21. That hits. Fuck yeah. CO. That one's a 10 damage. 11 damage. 25 damage total. Fuck yes. That's like a pretty regular turn for a monk now. Okay. Yeah, you kind of karate chop him a couple times and you see him kind of like gasp in terror and he's like, stop it. I'm too cool for this. Stop stabbing my friends, dude. That's what I do. I Uh, hate it. And next in the order is Billy. I'm going to cast Flaming Sphere. My eyebrows are a little bit. So he has to do a dexterity saving throw. Oh. He does seem fairly dexterous. 
He's fairly dexterous, but Jamie's not rolling great. <laughs> uh, that would be a nine. A nine? Yeah, that doesn't save. Yeah, I didn't think so. So I'm casting this at the fourth level. He's going to take 4d6 fire damage. Okay. Are we going to kill this guy before we figure out the mystery of his... Um, I hate him, so I hope so. <laughs> Living 19 fire damage. Okay. Jesus. He's made of wood, right? Mm-hmm. I hope that hurts him extra. I hate him. I hate, I hate him. him. I don't hate a lot of people in this game. Tiny marionette fucker, I do hate. On sight. I hate him as much as I hated the ice Muppets from the Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They were little douchebags, weren't they? You singe him, and Mido, you're up close and personal, and you can see him, like, wither and smoke. And, the, and you know the way that logs kind of, you can see the, the burning from the inside of the log out. You see that begin to happen on his torso. Uh, and he takes a significant amount of damage before he yeah. kind of looses himself from the tree and falls into the swamp water. Um, How about a little fire, puppet man? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he kind of like picks himself back up, uh, like with his strings like reattaching him to the tree, and he stands there. Uh, and next, it's Talos's turn. Um, Is he steaming? Yes, a hundred percent. Fuck yes. Talos is uh, going to cast Bless on Mido, which is uh, you can roll a d4. You can roll a d4 and add that number to the rolled attack or saving throw of your choice. Hey. Uh, uh, and actually, she can cast it on three people, so she's also going to cast it on JP and Isla. Oh, can you read that uh, buff again? Yeah, so basically, um, whenever you make an attack roll or a saving throw before the spell ends, you can add a d4 and add the number to the attack roll. You have that oh, for cool. one minute. Okay. Tight. Can I uh, add it to the damage? No, no the just attack the attack roll. roll or the saving throw. Okay. No. Unless you have something that says you can. No, yeah. And that brings it to Isla. Uh, I'm just going to do magic missile. Okay. Nice. It's a good spell. Love that spell. It's a good spell. Yeah. So it just hits. You just have to roll the damage. Yes. Uh, I'm just going to do it as a first level, just because I think he's almost burnt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what's he? does he look? He looks mad. He looks, he looks yeah. bad and dirty and bad. Cool. Two plus five. Seven. Seven plus two. And you added nine. the one force damage to each of those? Yeah. Okay, so two, seven, two, nine. nine. Okay. So. Oh, no, 11. Sorry. No, it was two five two. Oh, it was nine. Yeah. It was nine. Okay. Good lord. <laughs> it hurts. It does hurt. You see this little like charred wooden man with stabs and slash wounds, uh, shake and rattle with anger in front of you. Uh, and as he does, he's below you. You're still kind of up in the tree, and he's kind of gotten himself up out of the water but a little bit below you he shakes and screams and rattles and looks up at you and makes eye contact with you and you see uh the strings from his legs detach from the trees and rush at you and he's going to try to <gasps> grapple you at me yep oh that's terrifying this little guy's a stupid it's string i don't like it uh dexterity saving throw please I'm going to use the Talos one because that didn't come out so good. Okay. Uh, 15. Oh, you just 
barely skim out of the way as his strings dart towards you and they kind of twist and curl in the air a little bit before falling limp into the water and then quickly shooting back up into the tree and uh, giving him a better hold on it and he screeches in anger and screams I am Everett the Eradicator and you will be eradicated! eradicated. And that brings it to your turn, JP. Fabulous. I love him. He's unhinged. He's up in the tree, right? They're both uh, Mido is up in the tree. He's kind of towards the base, but hanging above the water now. Okay. I'm going to still, I'm going to lose another arrow. Okay. It's a four. I have inspiration marked from a long time ago, and I don't know why I haven't used it. So can I use that? Sure. Eight. Well, it's not that much better. Fifteen to hit. That hits. He's close to Mido, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. The, like the what I'm looking at on the map is accurate. Yes, okay. about their bo- their boxes are next to each other, but imagine them one on top of the like, other. Oh, yeah. cool. Okay. Mido's kind of looking down at him. Yeah. So. Um, the reason I ask is because if they're within, you get the sneak attack yes. advantage. Yes. Okay. Uh, so this is a one d six, a five plus ten, thirteen. 19, 20. Bye, little boy. Bye, little boy! (laughs) You, what we see is this little puppet lose its mind when Mido shirks out of the way of his grapple attack. Uh, And as he screams this, you will be eradicated, his wooden mouth opens wide as J.P., pulls an arrow taut Correct. and releases it. And oh. as as Everett screams, you will be eradicated. The arrow flies through his mouth, shattering the back of his head open. Now he's the throat goat. And <gasps> pinning him to the tree. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I, don't, I feel weird about calling him a little boy now. <laughs> <laughs> and you see the like cartoonish spirals in his eyes go dull and the the marionette loses its life. What the fuck was that? Apparently it was Everett the Eradicator. (laughs) I don't know how you missed that. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're right. Sorry. That was fucked up, kind of. Yeah, what a little punk. I hated that. All right, should we we I did not care for it. Should we keep going? Do we think there will be other puppets? I fucking hope not. What the fuck? Other puppets, make yourself known. Should we carry his body as a warning to the others? War crimes. War, War crimes. crimes. War. <laughs> oh, I forgot to give you this. Oh. Bloop. Who's that? That's Goon. <laughs> oh, it's Goon! Nice. You put him on the map? I did. Let me zoom in real far. Boy. Oh, I love him! Goon. I want you to roll initiative for Goon every time, even though he just doesn't do anything. <laughs> and then it's Goon's turn, and yeah. he stares. Yeah. <laughs> he stands there. He uses I stare. Love Goon. No damage. No damage. <laughs> oh my god, it's like um, it's Splash in Pokemon. <laughs> he's Magikarp. He has one move, and it doesn't do anything. Which means he's going to turn into an immensely powerful being soon. Mm. He better. The Gunados. You Gunados. Already got, you already got one of my insane lore plot secrets today. You're not getting another. Oh my god. The truth about Goon. So you guys uh, kind of like reconvene, dust yourselves off a little bit after that 
very strange encounter. Do you take the lifeless body of Everett or do you just leave him pinned to the tree? I kind of feel like we should just because, like, how big is he? He's like a marionette, so he's like a foot and a half long. Yeah, maybe like... A little bigger. Yeah, maybe two feet total. I grab him by the strings and start playing with his corpse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is a literal marionette now. You're, so. kinda, you're surprisingly like good at it, actually. I love, I'm you fashioned, roll up. <laughs> you fashioned the like little T-shaped thing that people use for marionettes yeah. out of twigs, and you're just like playing with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. Taylor's is like, hey, that's neat, and not at all traumatizing. All right, let's go. Uh, yeah, you guys make your way forward. You continue. Do you like do anything in the area before you leave it? No, I think I'd like to leave this area as soon as possible, actually. Okay. Uh, yeah, you trudge forward, and it's not very long before you see a torch in the distance. Like a single light? Mm-hmm. Make a perception check. <gasps> 21. Three. Dirty 20. 14. JP. Oh, how about Talos? <laughs> no. Nope. I'm sorry. It was a one. <laughs> uh, JP and Mido, you kind of like uh, squint your eyes against the horizon and you see that this is a torch. Not a torch, but a lantern. And it is being carried by a tall, thin figure. Uh, and as it, you see that it's coming towards you and... Uh, as it comes towards you, this person uh, kind of comes into the light, like past the shroud of the tree's shadows, uh, and you see that it is a tall, lanky, white heron uh, covered in a nice. cloak and a shawl. Hey. hey! Bonjour. Are you Ecrivé by chance? Yes. Was this your puppet? Uh, I stopped playing with it. <laughs> she sees uh, Isla holding the puppet, and she's like, Oh, thank God you got him. Yeah, he oh, sucks, right? Yeah, I'm so sorry about that. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Hey, um, are you are you Talos, JP, Isla, Mido, and Billy? Ah, and I see. I see. Tale of our greatness has uh, preceded us. Your voice sounds super familiar. I'm a bird person. Oh, word. I mean, come on, come this way. <laughs> okay, let's okay. get out of the Could water. We, uh, before we go anywhere. May I please ask you an important question? Yeah. Do you perhaps have bits of a crystal? I thought you might ask that. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, come on. Um, do you follow her? Yes. Yeah, I guess. She starts walking in the opposite direction, uh, and she kind of like slows down to match her pace. And as you all trudge through the water together, she um, leads you to finally uh, showing up at this tall stone tower. Um, and she invites you in through uh, an arched wooden door, and you enter into this incredibly cozy scene. She invites you in uh, to a very, very warm room that's warmly lit with a, a, a wood fire stove going in the corner. Um, she's got a hot kettle of, of water on top of it that's boiling, and she quickly rushes in and takes it off. Um, and this room looks like an explosion of unfinished crafts. Does she have comfies? I feel like she would have I comfies. She probably, if comfies existed, she would probably have comfies. Um, there are easels with unfinished canvases on them, paintings, drawings, and charcoal sketches in clutters on floors and tables. There's books upon books stacked in every corner and on every shelf. 
and unfinished books with their pages open, uh, spread atop various surfaces, uh, and a spiral staircase in the corner of the room. Uh, and she welcomes you in and she says, So, I've been waiting for you to get here, and I'm so glad that I was right that you were coming. Yes, you were well here. So... Yeah, so I'm really sorry about Everett. That's my bad. But I'm really glad that what? you took care of that well, for me. What did you... What does that mean? Do to him. Um... Did you create the little demon? Well, technically I made the puppet, but I didn't put the man in it. How did the man get in the puppet? Well, I... Um... I was... I made him... And then I decided, it's not a great story, so it doesn't really need to be told for quite a while. So I went and paid a wizard to awaken one of my puppets. And unfortunately, I didn't specify which one I would like as a companion. So he awakened the antagonist of the story, who would be Everett the Eradicator, but like a cartoonish version of him. So he sucked a lot more. Are what there, were you going to do with the... No, he only did the one. Okay. Good, good, I just good, wanted good. like a little like a little friend. It's very lonely out here. I had to isolate myself. Have you considered hiring someone who is not a psychopath? I fear a mortal knowing anything in here unless they are tied to a fate that um involves the knowledge of me ah, and my works. Ah, what yes. about like a puppy? Yeah, a dog <laughs> is good. No. Like a hedgehog? Oh, I never considered like a pet. A cow. That makes a lot more sense than awakening like a, an old yes, evil guy. Yes, yeah, does. that's like what most yeah. people do, actually. My bad. Like uh, well, uh, now that we've helped you, would you give us a crystal, please? Oh, um, I mean... Is it how this works? The other bird did that. So, yeah, I, I knew you were coming for that. And, like, I super want to help you. And I'm, like, super but... excited for you to, like, finish what you're doing because this is going to be a great story when it ends, I think. I don't know where I put them. JP just starts swearing. So we're on an episode of Hoarders? It, uh, we have we were in, in Morgan's Abyss. We've been on an episode of Hoarders <laughs> the entire goddamn time. <laughs> uh, Taylor's kind of steps forward and she's like, um... Listen, uh, Beckerman, that's like an important object. Oh, I know. Son of a bitch. I know. Ah. I just I move a lot, and go. then I'm I'm really bad at like finishing a project before I start another one. So things kind of like get cluttered around here. And I know for a fact that I put it somewhere where I knew it was gonna be safe. But I, it's safe for me too. Is the problem? But you you know the story, so you know where. You put it because it is a story. Do you have the story of the crystal written story. down? I know things up to current moment, and then I just make assumptions about the rest of it, so I don't know exactly where it's hidden. But you... These birds, mon dieu. L'oiseau. So, let's get to looking. Would you like a in, cup of tea first? Is it in yeah, here? It's gotta be. Right. I don't know you know things. I would like to cast divination. Okay. Hell yes. Where I have to make an offering to the gods, god servant. Um, I ask a single question concerning a specific goal, event, or activity to occur within seven days. Love. And the GM offers a truthful reply. Okay. 
The reply might be a short phrase, a cryptic rhyme, or an omen. Get your poet hat on, Jamie. You have a cryptic rhyme to write in the next 30 seconds. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Um, you ask a question, Jamie tells you the thing as vaguely as she wants. <laughs> as vaguely as you want. Okay. Um, Billy has, like, a couple of herbs from Brandy Birch Farm that are very, like, sentimental to her. Okay. So she's going to go down by the fire, she's going to take one of the herbs, and she's going to sprinkle it into the fire as an offering. I love this image. Okay. You hear Talos and Ecrave speaking amongst each other in Celestial as you do this. Uh, and what does Celestial you- sound like? Can you just give us a taste? Is it just bird squawks? No. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> even, <laughs> even celestials that aren't birds just squawk. Yes. <laughs> no. I like to imagine that the celestial sounds like uh, like Tibetan throat singing. <laughs> yeah, like we can't we can't even comprehend it beyond like a monosyllabic I love that. like rattle. I don't e- I don't even I wouldn't even begin to know. Sounds like a didgeridoo. <laughs> She just opens yeah. her mouth. No, it's the she opens her mouth and just a series of the the Microsoft Windows error sounds. <laughs> it sounds like a dial-up modem. Yeah. This is great podcast. This is awesome podcast. Let's see how I'm gonna see how high the peaks went on that one. Oh, pretty high, pretty high. Is how high those peaks went. Uh-huh. Oh my god. Lily is also gonna like cork back up the bottle and like a single tear is gonna like roll oh. down her and she's gonna like kinda just do you, you don't have to roll anything for this? I don't. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> this is just this is a druid thing. This is just the like a spell handbook that I have. said, hey, hey, tell like, your I players the truth. I didn't to have this spell. This is just a spell that I get because I'm a woodland druid. Do you think the question has to be game based or can Amanda like burn this herb and then be like, Jamie? How do you really feel about Wes? <laughs> <laughs> what really happened after the Halloween party? Oh, God. Uh, yeah, you... You sprinkle these very sentimental herbs from your home uh, into the fire and say a little something to um, who you now know is probably a guardian. Yeah. That's her saying something. Crunchy, crunchy. Yeah. Uh, JP smells it and is like, is that basil? (laughs) Um, And uh, very shortly after, you see see in your mind's eye a charcoal drawing uh, with Ecrave hunched over it uh, of uh, an insane battle somewhere in the northern mountains between uh, three adventurers and an enormous serpent. Is this the answer to the question, where is the crystal? Did you ask a question? Sorry. Yes, that was my question. Like, where is the crystal? Like, Mm -hmm. where can we find this crystal? So, charcoal drawing of an insane battle with three adventurers and a serpent. Against an enormous serpent. Yes. Did we do that? No, there's four of us. Never mind. Rangoon. I got confused. There's five now. That's true. Rangoon. Rangoon. Six. Six. Morgan. He Seven. He doesn't travel with us. Wow, we have a big party. Yeah, and sometimes we really do. Sometimes those spiders come to help. When Billy any feels animal, like it. yeah, that's that... true. How many is that? Seven, eight, fifteen. Fifteen with all eight spiders. <laughs> nice, big, big group. Big group. Okay. Okay. Yep. So what do you do with what that? So I'm going insurance? to turn back to Ecrave and be rate. like, 
does a battle with three adventurers against a serpent in the mountains mean anything to you? Uh, she thinks for a minute. You kind of can see her, like, going through her mental catalog. Uh, and then she says, uh, yeah, I... Perhaps a story? Yeah, I, I, I did a... I did a series of drawings for that one uh, yeah, a long a time ago. Drawing. Yeah, you was in my charcoal era. Do you need era. to see it? You got no, a cutscene for us? I cast a spell to get an idea of where the crystal is, and this is the image that came to my mind. I mean, yeah, I, c- I can go find it. Sure. Uh, she goes up the spiral stairs, and you hear her rummaging. Um, do you go with her? It's okay. just under the I'll canvas. I'll perceive. A... Uh, yeah, you go up there. Go ahead and do a perception check. Ooh, yeah. 23. Yeah, this room is as much of an explosion as downstairs is, but this room seems to be the intended dedicated room for most of her crafting projects, so it's a little bit more in disarray. Uh, and you see her looking around <clears throat> the entire room for these drawings, sorting through portfolios, looking on shelves and under things. Uh, and you see right off the bat the writing desk that she was sitting at in that image in your mind. Okay. Ooh, writing desk, writing desk. I go over. Okay. Just, Just looking around it? Yeah, I'd like to investigate the writing mm, desk. Yeah, make an investigation check. Oh, nat 20, 25. Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, you look around the writing desk and you kind of like skim the boards with your hands. Uh, and as you <clears throat> are Secret looking all around panel. it you see beneath the writing desk where her legs would go is a loose board. <gasps> yes! Uh, and as you lift it up, you see a small wooden chest in there. Ooh, wooden chest, wooden chest. Do you know what's in here at Cafe? Uh, she looks over and she's like, oh, yeah, you found that pretty quick. Uh. <laughs> so Can I open it? Yeah, of course. I open it. Uh, the, There's crystals in there. Oh, shit. Hey, I thought it was going to be a note that was like, fuck you. <laughs> no. I thought it was going to be a note. No, just kidding. It's really yeah. easy. Oh, okay. Damn. Oh. Damn, I didn't think anything would What's go What's going on up there? I found the crystals. Oh, Uh-oh. wait, really? She's lying, JP. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. Let's say we have to oh, do a bunch of stuff. No. I come down and I show them the crystals. Oh, the- shit. Yeah, okay. I would say also on that perception check, you saw... A couple of drawings that you think you weren't supposed to see of Nudes. like rough Killigan's Nudes. <laughs> <laughs> of rough, ske- rough sketches of your adventure. What oh, did she see? Describe them. Can I see a good one? I'm so curious. Do you stay behind to look at them? Yes. Okay. I just want to like make peek. a perception check. I'd like to perceive at them. Twenty, dirty twenty. Oh, uh, yes. You you sneak a peek as she goes down the stairs. Uh, and you see uh, a like sketched drawing, not quite finished, of your uh, endeavor with the dragon in Golinson, uh, and another one behind that. It looks so good in this one, damn. And another <laughs> one behind that of you guys facing off with Killigan's students. Okay. The battle we already had. Yes. Yep. So there's nothing that's coming up. It's all stuff that's already happened. Right. She doesn't draw stuff that's coming up. She's only. I drawn shake stuff my fist. I'm like, yo. Yeah. All right. And then I like put them away. <laughs> okay. Fully come down. Yeah. Did you get my muscles right? Really big? Do I look pretty? Yes. How do I look? Sexy. Nice. (laughs) Wow. 
Wow. <laughs> what did she? What did the? What did the? Uh, she wasn't there yet. Like? She only did up to the students. Oh, so. that's right. Yeah, we hadn't met yet. Well, technically we, we had, met, but met, I had been. But, sli- I was yeah. doing a sleep. I think. Doing a sleep. You, you were, were doing, doing a, a sleep at the time. Yeah, we're not sure what happened there. Yeah, that was a bad time for me. I know what was happening. But he's better now. Yeah, we're good. I got my coat. Got that's my watch. That's even right. though it doesn't fucking work. Hey, listen, we did our best. So anyway, you found the crystals. Hey, Ecrave, can we have these? Uh, and Ecrave's like, well, I guess so. Um, but listen, I gotta warn you. Uh, when they were in the crystal, mar- mortals were breaking in and like, t- like doing stuff in there, and that's not cool. So you're gonna have to put them in and then figure out what to do about that. Yeah, well, we'll figure yeah, out. Yeah, we can. Put them in and then say hey to whoever and get Taylor's back to where she is supposed to be. And then, I don't know, hit it until it breaks again. Okay, well, if you if you need our help with that, you let us know. Uh, yeah, we maybe. almost undoubtedly will. Yeah, uh, Pops probably won't want to be part of that, but uh, I'll be around if I'm not too busy. Cool. Excellent. So, um... I th- I hope this doesn't sound too weird, but I'm a really big fan. And if uh, you guys... How many fan fictions have you written about us? Be honest. Well, technically, none of it's fiction. <laughs> <laughs> I've pretty much written your entire lives up to this point uh, without knowing why. I just kept getting them. And now I know why. And it's because you're all here doing this. Yeah. Yeah. She knows everything about JP, right? Yes, 100%. He is very wary about this. So, uh, you know, if you could all, like, sign a single piece of something for me, that would be really cool. Oh my god, I would love to do that. And she pulls out a, a little piece of parchment and she puts it down and she's like, I'm so, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm just, it's now hitting me that, like, you're here and I've been writing this story for decades and I can't believe it. Can I do a vibe really? check? Sure. I also want to make an insight check. Nothing seems off to me. An eight. Okay. Also, like, we should do a long rest here, right? Fifteen. Something feels bad. Before trekking back. Oh, uh, she's genuinely, like, this is for Isla because she rolled higher. She's genuinely, like, excited that you're here. I think you're getting the vibe that she doesn't talk to people much anymore, and she really wishes she did. Um, but you're also getting the vibe that she's been told not to do that anymore, which is why she moved out here out of the way of people. Um, she's very socially awkward, uh, in much the same way that Pops is, but in a way that she wants to talk to people and just doesn't quite know how. So. Billy wants to go downstairs and try and, like, befriend, like, an animal to come to her. Like, kind of just, like. You mean outside? Yeah. Because you are downstairs. Yeah, I want to go, like, downstairs outside and, like, try and, like. Find like a, a friendly squirrel or like something for like, Ecrave. Yeah, oh my for Ecrave. Like or like maybe like a, it's too much to hope for a dog. Probably in the um, swamp. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. What do you What do you have for that? I mean, I don't really have animal. I have a decent animal handling. I think I plus say, five for animal handling. Yeah, I would say roll animal hand handling. Yeah. Nineteen. You go outside. Like a chipmunk or like a... <laughs> and you see you see a regular raven, like crow, <gasps> like pecking at like some frog eggs on a lily pad. Like, raven. 
Hey, bitch. Uh, it looks up hey, at you bitch. and like turns its head like birds do when they're trying to see something. I put the something. nuts out. I have some corn in my bag. I pull out like a little bit of corn. Oh, it fully pops up for that corn. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I got some corn. Yeah, it comes up. It sits ah. on your hand. Yeah. Ah. That's what they sound like. Yeah. Ah. Ah. Like, pet it. Do you want to? Do you want to be a companion to this nice bird lady? I feel like this would be the great time for you to know speak with animals. I'm definitely switching it out. <laughs> crows when can, the next time I level up. Crows can speak. I know that. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. It looks at you and it kind of like you. Arcs you head. move your hand to see. You move your hand to see if it'll move with you, and it does. Yeah. Uh. And you're able to just walk it into the house. And all right, I'm gonna walk it into the house and be like Ecrevay. Yeah. I have this little raven who's very friendly, and I like hand her some corn for her hand. She puts out her wingy hand, and I like <laughs> let I like let the raven like go over to her. It lands on her hand. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. Okay. Uh, to keep. He's a little companion. <laughs> I like that she's like. A... I don't want this. <laughs> I, I can figure this out. No, I can figure this will probably be good in the long run. He's very friendly. Yeah, he's very soft. We're both birds, dude. Hey. Yeah, so you vibe with him. Yeah, we're vibing. Um, what time is it? It's probably nearing on like five o'clock now. Right. I am hungry. I'm making dinner. Oh, oh, uh, okay. I'm really, I'm sorry. I just, I, I've always known that you're a really good cook and I so wanted to try it. She may, is such a fangirl and I, I love her. I use your fire? I'm literally begging. Yes, please. Okay. I will do that. Okay. <laughs> I love her. Um, I'm going to use that red wine. What is cheer wine? Is it red wine? I don't know. Probably like a rosé. <laughs> Close enough. I'm making bouffe bourguignon. <laughs> Thank I'm you. A- You're welcome. That's how Julia okay. Child said it, and that's how I will always say it. <laughs> Today, we're making bouffe bourguignon. <laughs> what are you making for Billy? It's okay. No, I'm going to make a pot of beef bourguignon, and then I'll make a smaller thing of, like, a vegetable stew. Cute. Oh, thank you, JP. You're welcome. Um, as this is, like, simmering, she and Talos are kind of comparing notes, and you notice they're almost bickering a little bit as they talk, um, but Talos is writing things down that she is saying, um, and, uh, when dinner comes and is ready... Uh, Ecrave is so excited and you all like she she like like clears off her big work table and puts Aww. all of the chairs and stools she can find around it Ecrave. and you all sit around and eat together. Can't believe this went smoothly. Thought for sure that we'd have to like uh melt your icy exterior or something. Oh, uh I did Pops give you a run for your money? Yes. Yeah, he's a he's a bit of a curmudgeon. You might say. Yeah. Even when, even before he got like fed up with people and their, as he calls, grubby little hands, <laughs> um, he was like that anyway. That's just him. Oh, sucks. I catch that vibe. Yeah, it's. I hope that um that doesn't deter you from all other guardians. It doesn't. Nah, oh. it's okay. Cool. You guys are so cool. I know. You're super cool. Yeah, Thank you're you. cool too. You seem fine. Oh. Which, if you know anything about JP's story, is pretty much high price. <laughs> high so, price. If you, I mean, like, you guys can visit any time. For real, I mean that. Can we get, like, a warp point here? Because I don't want to fight any more puppets. Oh, there's no more puppets out there now. You killed, mm, you killed the only one. That you know of. 
Well, I didn't make and awaken any other puppets, so if someone else did, that's not my fucking problem. (laughs) (laughs) What if the puppet made more puppets? Uh, That would be pretty wild. He spawned a race of puppet men to take over the world. Highly unlikely. Yeah, you guys spend the night with uh, Ekrave eating. She regales you with stories of battles long past, uh, the coolest things that she's written about. And um, she's like the whole time just so excited to be meeting you and talking to you after years of knowing your stories and wondering how they would converge and then seeing it happen. Um, and you look and she is, she's an incredible artist in many, many ways. Her writing is beautiful. Her paintings are pristine. Her charcoal drawings are amazing. And she even does some, some odd things like, uh, making, making marionettes or making like large tapestries or even like some stained glass she's done. So multidisciplinary. She's pretty cool. Do you have any questions for her while you're there? Yeah. Uh, oh, do you have any idea where we can find the others? So, I wanted to talk to you about that, actually. Um, coming from someone who has learned their lesson with this stuff, you might want to tread very carefully from here on out as far as telling people what you're doing. Because the Secret Keeper definitely knows that you're doing that. And does not like it, and she will find you and do something about it. Oh, she's gonna. Oh, come that's to good. Us. Yeah, the yeah more exactly. The broadcast what we're doing. I, I, the more you do it, though, the more likely she is to just straight up kill you. I welcome the challenge. <laughs> okay, well, please don't, cause she like uh, does she have the power of God and anime on her side? Cause I she definitely has the power of gods oh, on her side. Right. Well, we do too, and I point at Talos. I'm not a god. Close enough. You keep saying that. Someday you'll learn that that is not the case. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, Ekrave is like, now, um, right, where can we find the secret keeper first? Yes, I don't you know, know. You know she... everything to right now, right? I guess, yeah. like, yeah, she would keep that. She, a secret. She keeps that a secret from me. I purposefully can't see her location. But um, her whole deal is that she moves around and um, deletes like information about the guardians and the gods from the world. So like any knowledge of the guardians in this world that's comprehensive is um, just completely swept from the world by her. It's her whole job. Wait to... Why? To keep the Guardians a secret so that people don't know that there is a waypoint between them and the gods. So, like, when when someone prays to a god and their prayer is answered, um, it keeps up morale a little better than them knowing that a giant bird is just here doing that for them. So it sounds like it's going to be really hard to get the crystals from the secret keeper. Yeah, that might come down to a bit of a head. uh, What? And this is purely hypothetical. What happens if we kill it? The secret keeper know we just said that. Hey, if the secret keeper so here's, allegedly here is the thing. The secret keeper knows everything, fine. It knows that we don't want to have to hurt it. If it gives us the crystal and we complete our task and help Talos, then we are good. It knows this. Yes? Yeah. So perhaps 
it will simply understand. Unlikely, if it gets really bad, maybe it fights us and it dies. So the thing about the Secret Keeper is, she's not all-knowing. None of us are all-knowing. We all have a thing that we know a lot about because that's the thing that we do. Yes. The thing about the Secret Keeper is, she doesn't care what your motives are. If you are a mortal willingly and knowingly spreading information or even a mortal who knows information about the Guardians that she deems should be a secret, you are a problem and should be eliminated. So even though you're trying to help Talos, I don't know that that's going to be a big enough reason for her to not want you to, to be not, alive, to be gone. Yeah. Then I agree with Billy. I welcome the challenge. Well, good <laughs> luck. Um, everything I've seen so far tells me that you might uh, stand a chance together. And I hope that <laughs> that's true. Um, but that may be wishful thinking because I think you guys are really, really cool. Oh, we appreciate we that. We can do a long rest here, right? Can you sure. protect us? Speaking of uh, Azel. <laughs> no, I'm very weak. <laughs> she's like a long, like lanky heron. She's got a long Please don't neck. touch me. Yeah, she's like, I like can't a, do much. You don't have like a magic amulet or like a magic <laughs> crown or like a magic <laughs> scepter. <laughs> What's happening? Nice magic soul. Magic shoes. What's happening right magic, now? Uh, magic socks. Magic underwear. Oh, underwear is a good one. <laughs> or like a magic belt. <laughs> or or like a magic paintbrush. Like Barbie is Rapunzel. Or <laughs> deep hole. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. That's a great movie. I'm upset. <laughs> Pause this podcast right now and go watch that movie. Yeah, I'm upset watch that I got that reference. Movie. I feel very <laughs> upset about that state of my life. That might be my fault, sorry. Yeah, it um, is. So, uh, uh, Ecrive. Yeah. So the secret keeper will come to us and kill us. Probably. Do you have any idea where Echo is? Well, um, I've kept... Minor correspondence with him over the years. Uh, every now and then, I've, 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 like you know, reached out to him to send a message to the gods about something or someone uh, when I felt it pertinent, based off of the stories that I keep an eye on. Yes. Um, I haven't had to do that in a little while, but the last thing I knew, which was maybe a couple years ago, so it might be fairly current, um, he liked to spend a lot of time on uh, a trading post island um, out past the Dragon Coast. Is it on the map? Uh, I don't know. I We're it. going sailing. A beach episode? Beach episode. In the background while she and... Uh, <laughs> They're having JP a real conversation. Oh, like a magic pantyhose. <laughs> magic... Set of garters, <laughs> magic nose ring, or like a magic pot. <laughs> magic nose ring. I want a magic nose ring. Me too. The other day, Jamie came over, and before I noticed her haircut, I suggested that maybe the nose ring was new. I was like, did you just get that? Hey, did you get a new nose ring? Jamie was like, I've had this for actual years. Got it when I was a junior in college. Oh, Jesus Christ. 
So way, way, way off the uh, the Dragon Coast, out past the um, what is the name of this fucking ocean? I know it. The Magic Ocean. The Magic Ocean. The Red Star. Yes, ma'am. That's where I'm from. Well, not the Red Star, but the you're from the Island? Dragon. She's from the Dragon Coast. Oh. Yeah. I like you're made of water, right? Cool. Can you get us to the island? I can do it. Fantastic. Can you do like a? This is incredible. Boat. Uh, boat. I was gonna <laughs> reference. <laughs> wow. I'm not. I'm not flexible. God. Well, have you tried? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, you cannot know if you do not try. Um, it's the Listelia Sea. Uh, that goes from that area around the Dragon Coast. And then between that peninsula towards the eastern side of this continent and then this very large island off of the eastern coast of Listethriel, that's all the Listelia Sea. Um, and just out of reach of the Listelia Sea and no longer within Listethriel reign is this trading post island. It's very, very small. Who, how I was gonna say, long who, of a journey do you think it would be it from is the shore to days. this? Days. That looks like a pretty days. big a long sailing. time, yeah. And it is it is a uh, independent island, no ruler. It's not owned by any of the ocean bordering countries, so a neutral point off of the Dragon Coast. Uh, and I think Isla, you would know the Dragon Coast is the easiest way to get out past the Listelia Sea. So if he's still out there, it's probably your best bet. Interesting. Thanks. Beach episode. Now here comes your real beach episode. Uh, yeah. So just be a little careful. It's that island is a bit rough because uh, there's no government. So there's no laws. And sometimes people take that and run with it. I feel hey, JP, like you're going to be right at home. Sounds <laughs> like an anarcho-communist utopia to me, but I'm the dumb character. What do I know? <laughs> it sounds like it will be fun because I can steal things. So I'm good with that. Seems like if there's no laws, there can be no criminals. But what do I know? Exactly. So can we manith from the from Conestry to the Dragon Coast? Do they have like a manith station? Well, the Dragon Coast is like a region, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are there like individual cities? Yeah. I, I see uh, the big like townships. square. Yeah. The Dragon Coast spans about half of the eastern coast of Listethriel, and then within the Dragon Coast are smaller townships. Uh, and Isla is from one of so them. So Isla, is there a good point to get a boat to the outpost islands? Probably. There's a coast. I'd be surprised if we can't. Find It'd be pretty boats. fucking wild if there were no boats. We'll be pretty whack. <laughs> we're a coastal town, but we don't believe in boats. Um, Isla, your we town. We take trains everywhere. <laughs> your town Water does trains. have a port, so it does have a marina that ships come in and out of. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think. Your parents probably do own a boat, but you haven't seen your parents in many, many years. Guys, I think I know a way. Let's meet your parents. Let's meet your parents. <laughs> Let's meet your parents. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that's where we'll end the episode. Nice. I'm going home. I'm going home. Not to the place where I belong.
it's your DM Jamie. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Attempted Adventure. I hope you liked it. As always, if you are liking what you're hearing, please go ahead and subscribe to us wherever it is you get your favorite podcasts, and make sure to leave us a rating and review. It would be an enormous help and we would super appreciate it. If you are not already following us on Twitter and Instagram, we are at AAdventureCast, and we always make sure to give you a trailer for the new episode and keep you updated on things to come. So go ahead and give us a follow there, and if you're going to post anything about the show, make sure to use the hashtag AttemptedAdventureCast, as well as tagging us so we can see it. I am so excited for you to continue hearing more episodes of Attempted Adventure Woven, and as always, friends, I will catch you in the next one. Bye!